Hello and welcome to We Read This Last Night, a show where we talk about stuff that we only have surface level knowledge on, but we essentially just read about it last night. And for this episode, we decided to take it a bit light and a bit cheerful. Therefore, today we're going to talk about the death penalty. Who do you think should be executed? Uh, ben Shapiro. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. But yeah, the death penalty has certainly been around for a while. But in my opinion, it's a classic example of something that isn't necessarily good just because it's been around for a while, you know? Yeah, yeah. Just like Edwani. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, most countries in the modern world have abolished it, except some luminaries such as... Uh, China, Iran, Pakistan, and of course the USA. And yeah. in my opinion, I don't think who the fuck would want to be in a group with China, Iran, Pakistan, and the USA. I think even India hasn't abolished it. You know, uh, Nirbhaya's rapists were hung like last year. See, India hasn't abolished it. Sure, it's still there and it's in practice. But to be fair, the number of executions are very, very less. They're almost insignificantly less. Yeah, like, it isn't exercised, but it isn't, you know, illegal. Yeah, like, did you know this? Um, Since the year 2000, so in the past more than two decades, only eight people have been executed in India. And, like, most of them are terrorists and the other few were rapists. So, yeah, I mean, it's still there. That's another qu- major qualm I have with the death penalty. How randomly and how arbitrarily it's given like you know it's there for like all offenses but then it's just given to like some specific people like i don't like the unpredictability of it mm-hmm. plus in most cases especially in countries like india the death penalty is only acted upon when there's a lot of public pressure to do it so like normally they karenge but if people there's a lot of like focus on they'll end up doing it and this is a problem i encountered so um i was in the scholars debate thing and it, went to, it, it wasn't exactly this, but it went a bit something like this. So we were arguing the death penalty, and I was, again, against it, as I am right now. And so I talked about this very uh, phenomenon. I said that sometimes the media overhypes a certain case, and that leads to the death penalty being enacted. And my opponent, she was a pretty good debater, and I was intimidated by her, to be fair. But... um. She somehow, she didn't turn it around, but uh, she talked about how Nirbhaya was also a big media sensation. So was I saying that, you know, they shouldn't have been hanged? Was I like, basically, was I being a rapist sympathizer, which is like a big allegation? So Yeah, especially in a debate, like that's completely going to turn the jury against you. Yeah, it's like an appeal to emotion, which is what, to be fair, that's what most people do in debates. But as where the, the debate and the dialogue around that's when it gets a bit muddled. Because when I say that, um, you know, when I say something like the media has a bias against certain cases, I'm not saying that those people don't deserve punishment or I'm not like washing them of their sins. I'm just saying that if it's there, it should be fair and it should be there for all cases. And the media should not have a, an opinion on it. You know, the media isn't the judiciary. Yeah, yeah. The because an opinion on it. the media isn't a moral police. Like their job isn't to tell people what's right and wrong. It's just to tell people what's happening. Yeah, so imagine a case where the fate and the fate of a person's life is in the hands of someone who just wants viewership and nothing else. Yeah, yeah. Imagine imagine your life being in the hands of like Arnav Goswami. No fucking way. 
<laughs> but yeah. yeah, again, it's another reason to, to sort of not have the death penalty is because it's so it's about life and it's it's in the end it's irreversible, you know. Like let's say some evidence comes up which uh you know excuses the person of any wrongdoing. If the person's fucking dead, they can't really appeal that, can they? Yeah. Okay. Before we get into arguments for and against it, uh, let's just you know let's just make our stance clear about it. This is a pretty dumb question since you already made it clear. But just for the record, are you against or for the? Oh, death I'm penalty? definitely for the death penalty. I feel like we yeah. should hang drawing yeah. bottles. Yeah, we should, we should we should just fucking let's boil water them. everyone. Let's boil them. Chane churai sale. Zara mother chol. No, <laughs> but bro, medieval Europe, holy shit! They yeah, quiet that... literally when medieval on their asses. You know this one saint, like I don't know saint. I don't know if it was Saint Paul. It was some other saint. I don't know. So they um, there's this very famous uh story that they either grilled him or they boiled him. I think they grilled him. I'm not sure, but they were grilling him, and then they grilled one side, and then. This saint, like this fucking badass, he's like, uh, I'm done on this side, turn me over. <laughs> also, this is this is so fucking cool. It's like the only thing I find cool about Christianity. Now that very dude is the patron saint of um firefighters, I think bakers and comedians at the same time. All people who are related to, you know, fire and roasting. Yeah. <laughs> Quite literally roasting. Yeah. Yeah. So that's cool. But they did have a lot of pretty weird fucking ways to uh exercise capital punishment during medieval ages like yeah. britain was one of the earliest uh european countries to completely abolish that penalty they did so in like the 60s but before that they literally went they were, all they in. were fucking animals they were insane so they would um you obviously know about hanging wrong and quartering right yeah yeah obviously yeah so it's when you you draw the person first so you tie them to a horse and you just like go around, <laughs> like ride around the city square or something. Uh, basically, if you've seen a '90s Bollywood movie, you know, have you seen Tiger uh, Tarzan the Wonder Car? When you know the car drives <laughs> with the guy hanging behind it, that's basically it. It's pretty much like that. In in essence, that's just it. And then you hang them, but then not like you hang them until they're like they're like neck breaks. No, no, they like because if your neck breaks, you die. They don't want you to die. Like they want to like savor it. So you're like there's like ten percent battery remaining in you, and they cut the nose, and then they like I don't know they emasculate you and shit. They remove your balls, and they they like, they take their like own time. They they slice open your stomach. They remove like your organs and your all your entrails and shit. And then they finally, when you're like I don't know, you're probably dead by then. But if you aren't, then they behead you, and then they like. That's that's where the quartering part comes in. So they cut you into four pieces, and this one piece goes to like you know, uh, the king's palace. So like the one piece goes to the city square and that fort or something like that. It's pretty. It's like it's the most unnecessarily complicated thing I've heard of. But like to be fair, I don't know. First of all, British people are fucking insane, and then at that time they didn't have like. See, there are there are two sides to this. One thing is that the fucking British are doing it, and you know, you know me, like fuck the British, I hate the British. So they shouldn't be doing it because you know how the like how can they do it? They're fucking British, but on the other hand, they're also doing it to British people. 
yeah so maybe not that bad of a thing after all <laughs> yeah yeah for legal reasons that's a fucking joke even the ben shapiro joke that was just a joke yeah winston churchill greatest man of all time daily wire please don't sue me <laughs> yeah uh, okay so th- there was this one punishment that okay it's like significantly less gruesome than you know uh, the one that you just told us about sure. but it just stuck with me since i read about it in like 7th or 6th grade so uh, in medieval india what they used to do was they used to take the prisoners they used to tie them in front of cannons and then they used to fucking fire the cannons <laughs> so the so the the ball like the cannon ball would fucking explode through a human being it's pretty funny actually that that's funny but it's horrifying <laughs> uh anyway in some cases um this is an interesting thing where even religion comes into play so religiously speaking do you know this christianity is actually against the death penalty big surprise uh, yeah <laughs> who would have guessed No, but like genuinely, like because you know most uh, many Christian nations still practice it. But um, I saw this like no, but still the... like speaking from a religious point of view, I think it kind of makes sense because like Jesus, Jesus, was... Jesus was <laughs> given the death penalty. Imagine he dies and goes to heaven, and they're like still. First of all, they're using fucking crosses, like the same, like they're they're having crosses in their home. That's like the ultimate disrespect. Like he sees mm-hmm. that first, and he's like, oh. You have crosses and you have capital punishment. Fucking kill me another time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. Th- this is this is a bit besides the topic, but there was this one argument that Jesus isn't this saintly figure because if he's God's son and he's technically immortal, does his sacrifice mean anything? Does him dying for humanity even mean anything? I mean, he did suffer though. Like just because you're immortal doesn't mean you can't suffer. Yeah, but then you know the the main thing is that he died for your sins, but then he also came back like three days later. So let's not let's not go into religious debate right now. <laughs> but yeah. um, yeah, Islam Islam does actually advocate for death penalty. Like there are some crimes which yeah, the... because it was it was the fucking Mughals who did this cannonball thing that I just told you oh, about. Obviously, obviously it was them. <laughs> anyway, so um. There are certain crimes which are seen as acts against God Himself. Mm-hmm. So for that, you you like you genuinely just need to kill the fucking person. Like um, so I get most of the cases, but I don't get this. Like in Islam, apostasy is a thing, right? Apostasy is basically when you leave uh, Islam and join another faith. So that is a big no-no, and you get killed for that as well. So and there are there are still apostasy laws. They they are in Saudi Arabia, obviously, and Iran, obviously. And yeah. I I don't know about Iran, but in Saudi Arabia they still fucking behead people, like publicly sometimes. Yeah. Uh, have you seen the spy? The Sasha Baron Cohen film. I have not. It it's a series, like it's a six part series. Oh, it's a show. Never mind. <clears throat> yeah, but uh, so basically, to anyone who hasn't watched it, you should. Uh, it isn't available in the Middle East. which is fucking hilarious to me uh but what what happened was that um so this guy goes into israel i think as a spy from palestine or the other way around and he gets into like he gets in with the people of power to the point where he pretty much becomes the minister of defense like 
he's gonna be sworn in but just before that they realize that he's a spy who's been spying for like 10 years or something this is really right yeah i think so <laughs> yeah so uh, he's been spying on them for uh, like fucking 10 years and then like they they're so embarrassed because obviously they are you know yeah. <laughs> there has been a spy amongst them for so long and not only did they not realize that he's also going to be their defense minister which is like fucking insane to think about and so they hang him publicly and like they never returned his remains wow yeah like that happened in real life wait fucker that was a spoiler i was going to watch that show who gives a shit it's history there are no spoilers get yourself i will okay now since we've established a bit of history let's go into arguments for and against the penalty so no, yeah all right no four arguments because i'm not for it i don't know why i said four <laughs> but okay uh, so um a major critique and this is not even like on the grounds of morality it's it's logically and i guess philosophically speaking is that um capital punishment isn't a deterrent for violent crime now what deterrent yeah. is that um so there's three sort of theories of punishment so the first one is deterrent uh, which is basically people should be punished because then other people will look at it and be like oh shit mere bhi gaad lagegi and they won't do it but i mean if you think about it most countries are having less penalty like uh pakistan for example do you think south america south america do you think violent crime has been completely do you think there's no violent crime in pakistan at all like everyone's just respectful like janab theek hai and they just like go their own way that doesn't happen in fact those countries are mostly higher on the scale of violent crime yeah i think a reason for that is because you aren't suffering for, for your crimes like when you're gone you're gone it's just like you're dead you know it isn't like you're being forced to stay in prison for 30 40 years i guess so but then again people don't really give a shit i guess that's the reason maybe yeah maybe okay. i think i think the government is a reflection of the people in the country and if the government is that ruthless then so are the people and so you know crime is naturally going to be higher because yeah. in a democratic government that's how it's supposed to work makes sense yeah then uh the second theory is called the retributive theory which is basically you know in simple terms revenge like eye mm-hmm. for an eye tooth for a tooth that kind of stuff and might sound fair but we can see cases where they might go wrong however sometimes i do think it's legitimate like you know for all that we hated on ben shapiro i was watching one of his videos so he said that rapists should either be uh, executed obviously because that's what his stance is or castrated i think the second one is interesting you know yeah castration is a good one sounds like a fair punishment you know as a replacement for the death penalty yeah but, so yeah but so then we come to the third and most interesting one the third one is the reformative theory which which basically uh, says that punishment isn't about you know punishment it's more of a rehabilitation thing yeah because i, th- I you, think that's what my stance mostly is yeah if you think about it logically why do you why do we put people in prison it's so that you know to reform them so they come out because we put people in prison because they cannot be let loose in society <laughs> you know so the whole point of putting them in prison is to correct them so they can be better citizens or whatever but i don't think that works in all crimes yeah not all crimes obviously 
because like that works with stealing but i don't think it works with like rape or you know genocide yeah i guess in some cases you cannot improve the person at all but then again like, we, a... we've spoken about him previously let's talk about charles manson that guy isn't going to be reformed by prison you know he's fucking so, insane yeah you, you can't just put him in jail for 35 years or so and then say okay you've served your sentence go live amongst normal he, people he just get out and he'll start getting like in like a span of 5 minutes yeah probably he just doesn't care but yeah i mean the reformative theory again the death penalty doesn't help because how you're going to reform a person if that person is you know fucking dead see there are two sides to punishment one is reform and on the other side is setting an example yeah deterrent theory as we talked about yeah yeah fair enough but the main point to take away from this is that it doesn't deter crime which is what most uh, arguments for the death penalty like that's what punishment should be for you know to like stop crime but then it doesn't happen so there's that you already failed that one um secondly there's people who say that it's inhumane and i don't know what inhumane but just morally speaking again this sounds very idealistic like proponents of the death penalty might hate me for this but you know <laughs> if it's murder then why does the state get to do it yeah yeah <laughs> i think we've talked about this like the two of us yeah it's a pretty controversial opinion i don't i still don't know if i'm for it or against it because you know it's just it's something there's no clear answer to you can keep debating about it but See, the state my is. stance is that the reason why the state gets to you know have jails and stuff is because you, like it's basically a contract between state and citizen in which like the the citizens perform their duties and like pay taxes and shit and so the state has to ensure safety and shit like that to the citizens and that can be done by imprisonment but then the state doesn't have the right to you know choose whether whether a person gets to live or die i guess so like it's a very simplified argument i guess but if it's murder then it should be murder regardless and people will say that, oh it's murder to stop further murder but then it doesn't stop further murder so yeah but it, then another way to stop further murder is you know just to fucking keep them in prison i guess so and the death penalty is expensive yeah that's another point we haven't talked about so like to the layman it will obviously seem that uh keeping them in prison is should more... be way more expensive and most people actually think this like i've heard this in many arguments for the death penalty but it's actually not because when you're sentenced to death you keep appealing in court like you get a set number of appeals in india as well like you have to exhaust them in front of the high court the supreme court or whatever then there's like mercy please you uh ask the president for like clemency whatever so all that stuff requires a lot of legal paperwork and law yeah and it's it's and... not just the you know the person who is paying these bills because even the government has to pay for their own attorneys yeah exactly and so these are all you know bills that are being paid by the ca- the taxpayer yeah so ultimately the legal proceeding is so exhaustive that it it ends up costing more to kill a person than to keep them in prison for the rest of their lives which again does not make sense to me yeah and even if it didn't what the fuck kind of argument is that aise to bachche bhi expensive hote hain apne bachche ko duba do 
I guess so. Yeah. And another pointer is wrongful convictions. Now people said, okay, you know what? Uh, some people will die. That's inevitable. Like you know, to make an omelet, you have to crack some eggs. But this is fucking dying. We're talking about like you know, there's like a there's a one percent chance that you convict the wrong person. Yeah, if there is any margin of error, you cannot do it. Yeah, like you know why the one of the major reasons why uh, the death penalty was abolished in the UK was because uh, they convicted this dude for killing his wife and uh, his daughter. And then they hanged him and shit. And then they found out they were like, oh shit, wait, it actually wasn't him. It was his landlord. And then this was like a very big fuck up. So people were just saying, you know what, let's just get rid of this. And that's how they got rid of the death penalty because of this and many other wrongful convictions. Even in even in like US, like the US executes a lot of people, like way more than we think. And even yeah. especially it's, in, it's mostly the southern states, the Republican Texas, states. I was going to Texas. Yeah, Texas has executed like hundreds of people. And they asked the Texan governor. They're like, you know, you've executed a shit ton of people. Ted Cruz. He's, he's a Ted Cruz? He's a senator. They, they asked the Texas governor. Oh, okay. Yeah, they're like, do you feel any regret? Because you might have... How do you sleep at night knowing that, you know, you might have... Uh, like, there's obviously... It's, it's not even like a question. There's, there's, he's very obviously... Like, even studies have claimed that they might have... There's like a small chance that they might have converted the wrong person. And he mm-hmm. just said, he just said no. He feels no regret. He doesn't care. Something like that. It was pretty infuriating. Yeah, and that, kids, is why you don't go to Texas as a person of color. <laughs> oh, the person of color thing? So do you know the story where um, this African boy, when I say boy, I mean a 14-year-old boy. It, was, mm-hmm, yeah. it wasn't even that long ago, like in the 40s or 50s or something. Pretty sure it was the 40s. So he was convicted of killing um, two white girls again. There was, there was a big racial angle in this. And no one knows if he did it or not, but I guess he most probably didn't because there wasn't much evidence. But they basically rushed up his trial. And they're like, oh, 14-year-old boy, like a, a literal child. Sure, electric chair. <laughs> and yeah, they sent him to the fucking electric chair. I think there was some story. I'm not sure if this is exactly true, but like they sent like one round of electricity through him and that didn't kill him. And he fucking started crying. Like imagine the child crying. That's like, I know I laughed at this, but that's like really painful. It's really heartbreaking. I was like, oh, Nahimara, let's send another round of electricity. And they sent the second round and then he died. Finally. I don't know, it's pretty... And, uh, you know, one thing that conservatives say a lot is that not everything has, uh, you know, sexist or racist angle to it. But when it comes to the death penalty, it definitely has a racist angle to it. Because in the Amer- like in the United States the black population makes up you know 13% of the total population but they make up a, they make up around 40% of all executions so you mm. can't make but that argument here what if someone said that black people commit more crimes statistically you could say that they're convicted of more crimes fair enough yeah like the, the police is involved in that and we all know how well that goes yeah, that that's not even an argument. Yeah. But anyway, the 14-year-old boy thing is pretty infuriating. And um, so the, the main problem I have with executions in the US is that they try to give this very sanitized and humane image. Like, you know, the, with the lethal injection and shit. Yeah. It's just the image of it, you know, like, oh, you just lie on a bed and they inject you and it's all done in like a matter of 10-15 minutes. 
it's just i don't know i feel like it's just ploy to like make execution like market executions in a way because you know obviously that that looks that looks way cleaner and way safer than yeah it's, it's completely pr like it's completely pr yeah it just looks so efficient but there have been a number of botched executions in the us like accounts of uh, inmates just waking up like tell me say and just like just shaking and fucking shaking in their bed that like, what is going on and yeah like they they basically paralyze you like it burns through your body like so they send one round of injections which uh, it's like an anesthetic to make you numb the second round paralyzes you and the third round basically stops your heart but it doesn't always work like that and actually the most interesting thing i found is that most uh, prisoners in the us prefer the firing squad over yeah, because the it's infection it's, it's foolproof yeah it's just it's like the firing squad is like five four or five people just aiming straight at your heart like there's no error in that how could it even if one or two people miss you're still going to die like there's like a very high chance you're going to die which one would you want to get i i wouldn't like to think about that possibility but i could see how someone would want the firing squad you know it's it looks that's why the government wouldn't want it because it looks bloody or whatever it doesn't yeah it looks inhumane they they aren't able to hide what they're actually doing you know but you can't have a sanitized execution you can't have something like that where death is involved and make it you know this perfect advertising thing because it's a person dying after all so yeah that's just it's just bullshit to me and a lot of people are like lobbying to bring the firing squad back so you know it seems bloody but it's pretty efficient and i can see why people would want to go out like that and the lethal execution method just seems like bullshit to me wasn't there this one guy who had some uh mental development problem and so he was like he, he had backwards development and then he was executed for a crime that he didn't commit i'm not sure there, there was a movie about it that was the which... movie yeah green mile yeah it's yeah it's it has tom hanks and then it, that's pretty sad as well because it's like this big like kind of giant guy playing it and when i see the gentle giant trope in movies it makes me cry like it makes me cry my heart out and tom hanks is pretty good at it like even with uh uh forest gum no but tom hanks doesn't play it the tom hanks plays oh. the um, jailer guy i'm not sure but it's just like huge african american guy playing uh, i haven't seen that character. you should watch it yeah anyway um another thing yeah so i recently watched this like documentary about uh this dude who's in death row and so this very interesting hap- thing happened where he was charged with murder and he was sentenced to be executed but then it so happened that this was in nevada so a lot of like pharmaceutical companies they pulled their drugs from circulation because they're like we don't want as like you know pharmaceutical companies we make life saving drugs so we don't want to give drugs to, like take lives so they they pulled back their drugs and so they couldn't execute him for a long time which is fucking surprising because american pharmaceutical companies are so evil capitalist yeah. bastards i don't know they probably did it to like get clout from like leftist people ha dekho hum log hamare drugs nahi de rahe hain execution ke liye these life saving drugs banate hain chal ab apni life saving se gaado please let us join the club but anyway so it was so funny because the tables literally turned because the court was like sorry buddy we can't execute you anymore but then the man was like nahi mujhe marna hai mujhe maar do i've been in this fucking death row for like the last decade just kill me so it completely turned it was the funniest shit ever and then so 
uh, they interview that guy, he seems like a very, like, the scariest part, he seems like a very, you know, when serial killers are very calm and rational. So he's yeah. that kind of guy. And he's like, I don't, they're like, uh, what was he on death row for? What did he do? Like, he sawed a man in half and put him into a dumpster or something. <laughs> okay, just the usual shirt. Yeah, yeah. So, the interviewer, she's like, uh, you're gonna die in two days from now. How do you feel about that? And he's like, awesome! <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah, they were gonna, um, they were planning to give him fentanyl. Fentanyl is like, I don't know how to explain it, but it's basically heroin, but stronger. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, they're like, uh, she's like, how do you feel about, uh, they're talking about using fentanyl on you. How do you feel about that? And he's like, he's like, fucking great. <laughs> yeah, he was just so excited to die. And it's, it's, he's like, you know, it's just, he gives us a monologue. He's like, it's just that it's so uncertain on death row. You know how uncertain, because you can get, like, like just one day around me, they'll wake you up, they'll be like, oh, you know, they're going to get executed. <laughs> so it's like that. And I got his point. So, yeah. And then, you know what happened? Uh, so this was like, in 2018 or something, I watched the video when he was still about to be executed. And I looked him up, I googled him. And I found out that in the end, they delayed his execution another like one or two times. And then he got so fucking fed up, he just hanged himself in the cell. And that's how he died in the end. Which again, you fucking failed because the death penalty failed. You were supposed to execute him properly, humanely, and he just ended up taking his own life in the end. So yeah, it's like a big fuck you to the government and the system of capital punishment. Yeah. And, uh, like, even if, when you talked about botched executions, it's not just about physical harm, you know, it's also mental turmoil that they have to go through the, like, you know, they have to come to terms with the fact that they're going to die in so-and-so time over again. Yeah, and, like, that dude didn't care. He was that done. Like, she asked him, she's like, what if your execution ends up being botched? He's like, I don't care, just kill me. So it's been half an hour, so I think we should probably end it now. Sure. In conclusion, don't draw a man, don't hang a man, and don't quarter a man. Thank you for listening, and we'll be back again next week.